Your martial arts movie podcast. Aha! I threw that shit before I walked in the room. Featuring drunken Thai boxer Will. Too bad you will die. The also drunken wrestler Mark. I said I don't want trouble. And drunken karate master Zero. You've lost your boss. And now. You know, baby. Fists of fail. Yeah, well, we know how we're starting this one. We got to talk about the fiasco of trying to watch this movie. Right, Zero? Oh, oh God. Uh, What are we talking about today? Uh, Well, Zero and I wanted to watch Enter the Fat Dragon, which in in and of itself has a lot of... uh, I mean, like it, with what's happening in China right now, uh, it uh, you know, uh, with the coronavirus as the recording of this is happening, um, uh, the movie itself is already kind of like a little bit more difficult to watch in theaters. I mean, they, they even like what well, you you were the one who told me that they shut down the theaters and you know, dispersed people so they wouldn't be able to crowd in the same. Well, exactly. Yeah. Theater, right. 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 Yeah. So they did online streaming. So that by itself is like a very unconventional way of distributing a movie especially during new years and this movie you and i have been um we've been anticipating this one particular movie for a long time because we even um recorded the uh, samuel hung version of this movie a long time ago and we were expecting to release that i guess in december right wait was wait we were expecting to release in december but because this movie got pushed back right um you know uh, like several times we just couldn't release the episode we want to make sure that you know we're working alongside with that so that that's one side of the story but once we once you were the one who told me the information that it was going to be playing in theaters in new york we we, we bought the tickets well in advance maybe, maybe then, too far in advance <laughs> <laughs> well what happened then zero so we went to the theaters you know got there early got our seats and everything and, you know, we were minding our own business, enjoying a drink or two, <laughs> and we started to notice that the people sitting around us maybe weren't the people who were, who seemed like people who wanted to see a Donnie Yen movie. Yeah, and I was like, wow, there's a lot of children here who really want to see Donnie Yen beat people up. <laughs> In a fat suit. <laughs> I, I felt proud for a second because there was like multiple multiple ethnicities there yeah like, yeah oh, wow there's white kids uh, spanish kids mm-hmm. you know like wow and mothers are bringing them in to watch donnie Yen, you know kick some ass on screen and then you were the one who asked the person in front of us what movie are you watching <laughs> and they're like oh sonic of course so uh zero and i actually sat in the theater and watched sonic and this is gonna be a sonic review <laughs> no 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 <laughs> Now, uh, instead, we left the theater and we waited five hours. Five hours? Five yep. hours for the only screening that was available for the rest of the day. Well, it wasn't five hours wasted because we drank for five hours <laughs> straight, practically. Un- unfortunately, we sobered up by the time we started the movie. Well, I needed to sober up. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, I kind of wish I was still drunk because uh, it would have probably improved the experience for me. You think so? Problem mm-hmm. and, and needed something. Um, not that's not to say that the movie's uh bad. Uh, I'm not trying to jump right into the that, that section of the podcast already, but I'm saying is that 
the movie is very frustrating at times. Very frustrating. You're questioning like plot decisions, character mm. decisions. Right. Like the tone of the movie, who is this for? Yes. There's just a lot of things when you're watching this film as a martial arts fan, most likely as a Donnie Yen fan. Uh, you, I, I feel like you're not anticipating some of the choices they made in this movie. Yeah, yeah. And that's a great, well, that's exactly what we've all been talking about you know, in preparation for this episode. But um, I guess culturally, uh, I guess it's uh, very much catered towards a specific kind of uh, film goer, which uh, I can kind of, kind of concede that like, okay, maybe it's actually not for me and Zero here. But, Why not? It's supposed uh, to be it's some Marcel. This is a Donnie Yen film. You know, it's it's uh, it's not it's not a remake of mm. the the Sammo Hung Enter the Fat Dragon. Yeah. It's just borrowing the name. Donnie Yen unfortunately didn't put on weight, which is something that he said he did want to do, but uh, it there was a conflict resol- uh, conflict conflicting stuff with uh, it meant for. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he does the fat suit, right? Unfortunately, yeah, but. Yeah. I feel like Donnie Yen is the martial arts crowd. I, I, I don't know if older women are interested in Donnie Yen. <laughs> well, it's not even older women. So uh, let's preface this by saying that once uh, we sat down in theater and the movie... And it, and it wasn't Sonic. <laughs> it wasn't Sonic. We had to make sure of that. We're like, how much I want to bet that Sonic, we're going to sit down and Sonic the Hedgehog is going to play? And we're like, ah, oh, fuck. Um, but no, uh, as soon as... Like with any movie, once the the movie studios start p- appearing on screen, advertising themselves, uh, I saw the three colors, green, red, and blue. And I was like, oh, no, this is a TVB movie. So and, what does that mean? Because I don't right. know. Right. So let me, let, I have to explain this to Zero because um, me growing up in a Cantonese-speaking household, um, you know, everyone in my family, you know, uh, the TVB is a uh, broadcasting station that mostly f- their f- their core demographic are people who love soap operas. Okay. They make soap operas. Yeah. And like that's and that's what they call it. You know, um, me and my, my, my family call them all soaps. Um, and they're like, oh, what, what soap are you watching now? And, and I'm like, I'm not into soap operas. I'm not <laughs> that kind of person. Unfortunately, TVB is like the most ubiquitous and most well-known, um, like household name in terms of telev- television. And this is coming from an American. Like as even as even as an American, I know about TVB because that's how like worldwide and widespread that is. But unfortunately, I don't like TVB. It's not because like I'm, you know, uh, I'm against TVB. It's just because uh, th- those shows are not for me. They right. all have this quasi wholesome quality to them mm-hmm. um there's there's conflict but they're all like the way that uh, like a telenovela or like general hospital kind yeah. of show well, would be it's a typical soap opera plot line i'm guessing yeah. character you know character motivations and whatnot yeah yeah i feel like soap opera is maybe like kind of universal type of thing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. exactly so once that once I saw that logo, I was like, oh, no, this is going to be catered towards women in some certain way. And this is not bashing on that. It just but, you know, it, it's going to feel like there are certain aspects of the movie that are generalized and like they're toned down in terms of like violence about in terms of theme, in terms of tonality. Mm-hmm. All those things are going to be toned down and be 
very soap opery and that's like that's not what we came here for yeah like imagine going into the world war one film 1917 and then you saw like the muppets studio logos appear and you'd be like <laughs> what does that oh no the muppets in world <laughs> war one that's a very interesting analogy i like that well you're you know you're putting something of what you're not expecting into sure. it so yeah yeah, yeah. And, and i guess that's uh, you weren't expecting that but as soon as i saw that i noticed yeah when i saw the logo it didn't mean anything yeah, to me. yeah. A- as the movie started to unfold right. i started to realize that this doesn't feel like it's catered to the 30s 40s demographic mm-hmm. the, the people who are probably there you know supporting donnie Yen or martial arts films yeah right was, uh, at least in the west like for sure because like uh, like you know People like me and you who, uh, you know, um, don't have that kind of a TVB uh, knowledge, just, they came here to support Donnie Yen and martial arts, just like you said. Mm-hmm. Um, so without that knowledge, um, you're, you would be confused with the choices that yeah. were made. So I will say, I get it, what they're doing here. It's, um, you know, Donnie Yen's a martial artist, uh, martial arts star. It's, it's his vehicle. It's his film. And you have the love interest. We've seen this in many, many other uh, of the many of the other martial arts films that we've spoken about. You have the love interest, maybe not so well developed, but she's there mm-hmm. because you almost feel like they need it for the girlfriend, the wife, you know, right. the female demographic. Right. the The problem I have with this movie is the characterization of this woman, her <laughs> actions, her like. Like, I had nothing but disdain for this person. (laughs) And I was so confused because, you know, you want to like the love interest because it feels good when he saves her in the end. In this movie, like, we did not want him to save her. (laughs) In fact, the whole movie, we we wanted them to split up. And spoilers, halfway through, they do. And you kind of feel relieved. Yeah. We we assume that because there's another female character who gets introduced... Um, maybe he could have like yeah. he, I thought that's what was going to happen. Yeah. I thought they were setting it up so that this woman was just so reprehensible that the audience hated her. Right. So when the new uh, other female character is introduced, you automatically think, oh, okay, that's going to be the person who he ends up with. Oh, she doesn't care that he's fat. You know, yeah. she likes him for who he is, so on and so forth. And you know, typical, but that works. Sure. Well, uh, I think it was culturally. It was lost on us because we didn't know that this woman was like a, a surrogate for the viewer, the the, the movie viewer. Well, as, yeah, as you told me, it's TV. TVB, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And there's um, a certain type of person so who watches there, There's like movies. a slang term in Hong Kong, uh, gong lei, uh, or, um, you know, woman, like like a typical Hong Kong girl. And not, not to slander them or anything like that, but like um, the, the whole vernacular behind like, that slang is like this really prissy, princessy Prin- kind of. I was of, gonna say princess, princess yeah. uh, uh, mm-hmm. syndrome, and she has that to a T. She's like the the pinnacle of like that. Like very entitled. Yeah, yeah. Everything is about her, mm-hmm. regardless of the good things that he's doing as a police officer. Literally. Yeah, I mean that story is also. I mean that character though that happens in American stories as well. Sure, but you you villainize that kind of character. It's like she's she's selfish she's uh she's entitled like you said mm-hmm. she she needs all about her, her everything to be about her and she blames other people she projects 
onto others like and say that oh all you care about is yourself what about my needs exactly when in reality yeah she is the selfish one exactly and usually the way they resolve that is well she becomes like the butt of the joke at the end Mm -hmm. and and as i said before we thought the new introduced female character would be the real person Mm -hmm. to love him there was a moment in the movie where uh, as soon as uh, they broke up uh, i leaned over to his and i said She's going to be the love interest. <laughs> if that actually happens, I want to leave the theater. And I didn't. And I'm a fucking idiot for not, <laughs> for not doing that. Um, she was insufferable. <laughs> and it's it, the strange thing is like that is the one thing you will latch onto with this mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. Maybe, you know, if you watch these type, those types of stories and mm-hmm. you are that character, then sure. Right. Maybe you love this. But I, I feel like. When you see that type of character, you villainize them, sure, and you can't help but like hate them, right, right. And we're not, well, God, I, I, no one take this out of context. We're not like women bashing here. We're just saying this woman, uh, like this character. Well, the character is, is it's just, self, She's selfish. She's, yeah, she's she, selfish, yeah. and I don't, I don't feel that she became a better person in the end. No, no. It, in the end, she didn't really see. It, it kind of seemed like she got saw the light a little bit and noticed that he's. He's a cop for a reason, but the road for her to get there felt like it wasn't earned. She was still such a yeah. selfish well, human being. Exactly, and point. they did things that were kind of manipulative mm-hmm. in order to make us like her. Yeah. They literally beat her up, mm-hmm. and so that's gonna, you know, garner sympathy from the audience somewhat. You know, you can't look at a battered woman and not feel bad. Right, right. But God, that's such a manipulation. Well, that's well, that's what I'm saying, though. Yeah, like they don't improve her character. They have to physically hurt her for us to feel bad, which is not how you develop character. Exactly. Exactly. That's why this movie didn't do right. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. They know the who they're catering to. They're catering towards like uh, that specific kind of demographic who would feel like, oh, everything's about you. It's all about me. And really, it should be a partnership. But. Mm-hmm. Hey, what do we know? We're only martial arts fans. <laughs> um, that's the okay. So that's the characters, but the plot is actually pretty straightforward. Donnie N uh, tries to stop a bank heist, which we'll get to in a little bit. But uh, he stops, tries to stop a bank heist, and he jeopardizes his his marriage to this incredibly entitled woman as a result of it. And that leads him to losing his job or being demoted to uh, evidence, the evidence room. Yeah. And then um, he gains a lot of weight, ergo the title of the movie. He doesn't turn into uh, Sammo Hung. And unfortunately, there aren't any um, Chinese people in blackface in this movie. Oh, God. (laughs) But uh, at the end, uh, well, she travels to uh, Japan and so does he. You know, coincidentally. Coincidentally, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they, they reconcile there. Well, like figuratively and literally, they, they, you know, they rekindle their, their, love in, their love for one another a little bit. And then she realizes because there was an earthquake that she loves him, but also um, uh, that she respects that he has a job like, that he needs to do. Is that what happened during the earthquake? Yeah, yeah. But then it's, it's actually... See, the way I'm phrasing it makes it seem like she's a redeemable character. But she, when the earthquake happens and he, like, she's looking at him helping everyone, ugh, like it, she also has this look of as if like, oh, you're not going to change. You're going to continue being a police officer. How selfish of you. 
It's the most ridiculous thing. But anyways, that happens, and then she gets uh, kidnapped or something like that, and then the rest of the movie Yeah, it's got to save her, so on and so forth. Right, yeah. right. Um, that's the general plot of the movie. Uh, the plot's... Uh, it's okay. It's fine. It, it, I don't actually want to complain about that. It's a very serviceable plot. Just the characters are so fucking horrible. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of a shame that mm-hmm. this woman almost hijacked this movie in mm-hmm. terms of like people not that you care about like right. because her presence is just so hateable yeah like anytime she's on screen i'm just like oh like you're you're like ruining it for me like <laughs> i hated seeing this this person on screen yeah. okay so what did you think about donnie and in a fat suit um you know what? i'll 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 be frank i don't think it was distracting i think it was uh it, it's convincing enough Mm-hmm. But I, I have more problems with Danian's acting in this movie. Okay. I, I, I can't tell acting so much when it's in another uh, language, language. So yeah. I, I can kind of give it a pass. Well, uh, he looks like he, he sounds and looks like he's sleeping through the role. Um, but that might just be my bias. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't get sleeping. Mm-hmm. I thought he was hamming it up a little bit. Sure. I oh, mean, yeah, it, that for sure. For well, sure. it's a comedy. So I was expecting him mm-hmm. to do that. Yeah. Uh, so I didn't care about that. Because, yeah, it's a comedy. It's fine. Right, right. Well, when uh, he's dealing with Nikki Chow, who plays the the C word, um, <laughs> um, she is so insufferable that Donnie Yen's character has to. He doesn't fight back. He's so non confrontational. He, he he's you know he's the stepping stool. He's, yeah, he, she just walks all over him. It's it's she's a it, he's a floor mat. <laughs> yeah, if that there you go. It's so upsetting to watch it. yeah yeah and you know it's funny because i'm watching this and my thought was he is trying so hard not to lash out at her and he never does throughout the whole movie and i can't tell if it's like a a moment of like clarity or something like that but i, I just see, see through donnie yen's acting and he, I, I feel like he just wants a bitch slap her. <laughs> <laughs> but that just may, may be my, my projection yeah, yeah me projecting probably it. yeah he's 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 essentially a neutered man in this movie. <laughs> oh my God. He's doing whatever the girl tells him to. He can't escape it because he's in love with her yeah. for some reason. Yeah. There, oh, my God. There's this one particular scene um, when they're in the living room, like the initial fight that broke them up. Mm-hmm. And he just makes like one offhand comment, really benign about his, her acting. And she berates him mm-hmm. like profusely to the point where it's like there's nothing he can say. And she's like throwing things at him, and like you, you remember this scene, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's like, why are we supporting this character? <laughs> she's so horrible. Right. Well, but, that yeah. Well, that, I was gonna say that just goes back to me thinking, okay, they're creating this kind of villain character so that when they introduce the other girl, <laughs> oh, I thought you meant, the, I thought you meant Nikki Chow the, was the, gonna be the, the villain. She was gonna be the. Oh, villain. that'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> she's like the red herring throughout the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Um. But we actually do have a villain, villain character um, who played by uh, Johnny Joey uh, T. Joey T. Sorry about that. Uh, Joey T. Who is a professional tricker in real life. Uh, he's also, I believe, a Taekwondo master. Or no, no, Karate master. Karate master. Um, and I've seen his his show reels on on YouTube. Very impressive dude. Um, and yeah, he. I don't know, man. Like uh, his his role in the movie is very. I wouldn't say minimal, but kind of forgettable 
The more the, this is the Don, this is the Nikki Chow show. Yeah, yeah. It's all about her. She, she kind of steals it, f- even from the villain. She who is, is the villain. so. Uh, yeah, the villain Joey T. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I can't. I remember us watching a scene, and he just. I feel like he's hamming it up too. Mm-hmm. Like everyone's just kind of hamming it up because it's a comedy. Yeah, yeah. So fine. He's not. He's not really memorable, unfortunately. <laughs> right. And, uh, oh, we have a special, well, maybe not special, but we have an appearance um, f- from uh, uh, Wong, Ting, uh, Wong Jing, who plays uh, one of the characters, one of the fat characters in the movie. And that was supposed to be play, pitched to uh, Sammo. Mm-hmm. They wanted Sammo to be playing that role, but Sammo obviously said no. Uh, that would have uh, been great. That would have been great, because yeah. that would have great send-off it would have been to the original Enter Fat Dragon. And again... No Chinese guys in blackface, so <laughs> it barely has any resemblance to the original '70s mm-hmm. movie. I I don't know why they decided to name it the same. Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they thought it through either. There's like, let's just think of the not. It's not even the same premise. It has nothing to do with the original yeah, movie. Yeah, there, there's no connection, just by title. Uh, why? So okay, so the reason why I was asking what you thought of Donnie and in fat suit because. Oh, I I felt like it was almost inconsequential. Mm-hmm. He still fought the same. Right. I yeah. didn't feel like this is a larger man fighting. So so what happens is after the breakup, he gains a lot of weight and you you would kind of think okay, well, if you're if you do if your health does go down like that and you do put on a lot of pounds, maybe he's not keeping up with martial arts. Sure. So the fact that when he starts fighting, he's still able to do it. Uh, like it, it was blurring that line where it's believable. Mm-hmm, for me. Mm-hmm. It was, sure. it was a little hard for me to believe he was doing some of these things. Right. But they, well, okay. The movie is advertised as a comedy, right? Yeah. So you would think that they would play up the, con- the fat element a little bit more. Yes. But they didn't really, they didn't, they didn't. Right. Honestly, if he wasn't fat, it wouldn't change it, the story it, at all. Exactly. I, I almost thought they were going to put in a lot of him doing the moves and then he'd be out of breath. Mm-hmm. Or maybe <laughs> um, he would he would try to chase somebody and he couldn't fit. You know, they would they would use the physical comedy f- from him being larger. But that never comes into play. I wouldn't say never, but it's very minimal to the point where you really could just have Donnie and... He would have been normal weight. Yeah, yeah. Normal Tony Yun. Right. Well, that's what I meant. So <laughs> it felt like a wasted opportunity if they're going to call this Enter the Fat Dragon, you know, make right. at least, you know, give us some physical comedy of him like putting his weight around and, and so on and so forth. Yeah. Even the original Enter the Fat Dragon had a lot of, well, I mean, by today's standards, those fat jokes don't fly. Mm-hmm. But I mean, maybe that's why they kind of pulled their punches with the fat, you know, the fat shaming <laughs> in, uh, in this movie. Um, but yeah, the, the fact that he's overweight is completely inconsequential. Yeah, it was more uh, verbal. Yeah, well, barely. It's like it, it's barely mentioned in the movie. Well, until the end. Yeah, sure, yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Well, that joke. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, oh God, the the yeah. There's nothing else I want to mention. Uh, I can I can go on and on about the um, how much I hate the woman <laughs> in the movie. Uh, but yeah. Um, I guess we could talk about the action now, yeah. which is the whole point of this. Right. Uh, the, here we can be a little bit more positive about the movie. Um, so the bank, bank heist scene is the first one uh, where Donnie Yen is showing how altruistic it is. I like the the fake out 
where mm-hmm. Donnie's planning out how he's going to do the, you know, the take them all down inside the bank. He's like, he's going to grab the little boy's toy car and, ch- and like, chuck it at them. Mm-hmm. And then he's going to do this maneuver, this kick. And he plans it all out. And then in reality, when he tries to grab the little the toy car out of the, the boy's hand, the boy's like, no, don't take my car. Right. And he completely fucks up his plan. I thought that was a good joke. I liked the the, the, the delivery of that. Um, I well, wish they, the comedy they, was... Yeah, they fake you out. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. they show you him being a badass, and then he kind of snaps out of it, tries to do it again, and yeah. <laughs> well, I wish the comedy was more um, consistent because sometimes it doesn't. It kind of falls flat for me. Oh yeah, I <laughs> I I felt like I wasn't laughing at any of these jokes. Okay, all right. Well, uh, I'm a little bit more forgiving. Mm-hmm. Some sometimes it wasn't so good, and other times I thought it was just atrocious. And I was like, oh wait, that's right, TVB, <laughs> TVB movie. So. Uh, that's very typical of that. And again, I'm, I, I won't beat a dead horse on that. But um, the the fight uh, continues inside the bank. The bank. Um, this is kind of a long sequence. Actually. It is a very long sequence. Uh, it's actually kind of hard to keep it all together. Uh, it leads into an explosion inside the bank. And um, they continue their fight inside a van. And oh, Another complaint I have with this movie, because it's, it's very evident, even from the beginning of the movie right here, is that uh, even though this, you know, it's uh, Donnie Yen taking care of all these guys, we have these journalists get, get, in, get introduced for a split second in the movie. Well, that's kind of later, a little later. Sure, in sure, scene. sure. But uh, I want to point this out before I forget, because uh, this movie suffers from too many character syndrome. Mm. Yeah, I'll like, give you that. There's way too many fucking characters. <laughs> they're... they're some weird momentary comic relief that mm-hmm. doesn't add anything to it. Just yeah. trying, yeah, it's just trying to be funny and it's not. That's what I meant when I felt like a lot of this stuff didn't make me laugh. Mm. Like right. his, he's a news reporter, but his microphone is a banana. That That's his whole shtick, right? Yeah. And then the other guy's what, tomato? He's a tomato. It's that. But I, they don't I add guess. anything to the movies. Just, just take it out. <laughs> yeah. Take it out of the movie. Uh, yeah, whatever. It's fine. <laughs> All right. Action-wise, um, what did you think of this? Um, I, so I, I like Donnie Yen's um, kind of... I like, I like his fighting style in this movie. Mm-hmm. I wasn't crazy about how it was... How they put it together, ultimately, but I like some of the stuff. He incorporates uh, a lot more grappling, a lot more holding, again, in this film. And I think I just... I don't know. So I think the choreography as a whole was just, it wasn't consistent. Mm-hmm. It felt a little lacking right. in places. Like I like the, I like the fight in the car, but then there's too many or in the van, excuse me, but then there's too many moments of comedy thrown in there to break it up. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, uh, one of the police officer friends has one of the bad guys. He's like, Oh, kick him, kick him. But the bad guy moves out of the way and mm-hmm. Donnie and kicks the good cop out of the car, yeah. mm-hmm. but there's so much time for him to realize that he's <laughs> kicking the cop. Like he right. could have stopped. Yep. Uh, like that's not funny. It, and the way it's edited, you you can see that big gap of time where he he would <laughs> he would know like oh I've made a mistake. Right. The guy has clearly already moved out of the way. Right. Yeah. They they really want to play up the comedy element. Yeah. I mean the way that it's edited, it's very uh, 
very um, obvious that they were going for that. Because if they got a stunt double and they made all one take where the Tanyan accidentally kicked them, I feel like they could have delivered it, but then uh, delivered the same kind of um, end result. But then the uh, it's not comedic enough. I uh, guess. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I like some of the stuff going on. Like, they're... You know, the the van is bouncing around and they're just kind of flying all around in there. That's kind of fun. Uh, I hated that. The Donnie, van jump? No. Oh, oh I was going to say, Donnie Yen shoots uh, the back of a seat mm-hmm. and it doesn't kill the driver. And then he, the, then he manages to get a knife stuck in the back of that seat again, mm-hmm. doesn't kill the driver. It's, it's just <laughs> so many weird choices that mm-hmm. they go for comedy wise and it's more confusing than funny to me right right and then i don't want to play the violence card but you know it's the guy gets shot a couple like stabbed and shot and uh visually speaking it almost feels like uh it's you know know, it's increasing the violence factor so is it still catering towards the same demographic (laughs) as the tvb crowd i don't know um so uh, yeah again i get it stylistic choice all over the place um but you know like this this fight this sequence is very long we, we have him versus the um the knife wielding gang leader yeah and they're you know they're kind of just wrestling inside the uh, the van um but also uh, like we prior to that we have um donnie Yen kicking people out of the car uh, and they're you know they're rolling around CG and then realizing oh crap there's gonna be a lot of CG in this movie yeah um, it's uh, it's not so bad until the end oh yes we yeah will, it's we not so bad there's that. there's a lot of stuff happening mm-hmm. you know in camera mm-hmm. I, I liked a lot of the things they did later actually I get it this is a moving van you know they're mm-hmm. you know uh, made this the Hong Kong stunt scene probably isn't as you know, crazy as it was in the eighties and nineties. Yeah. So you got, you know, you're going to CGI it fine. Right. Like I fine. I, I give that a pass. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what else was there? Uh, really not as much as I want to talk about it for the first fight scene. It's, uh, it's long. Yeah. It's <laughs> that's, long. that's my takeaway from that one. Mm-hmm. So we, I mean, we could move on to the next uh, one, please. Because, uh, I, I think there's only so much I can talk about. I can talk about the fact that they wrestle and they're you know the journalists are there and for some reason when the journal they break the journalist's um camera camera we have to have this long elongated sequence where we feel bad we're supposed to feel bad for the journalist i don't know and yeah then, you know what it is like they maybe they were real journalists so they got a cameo or they I were care. i don't know they I were comedians care. who got a, you know like that's what i'm saying like they were maybe. probably Sure. Cele- you know, minor celebrities who got a cameo. That's what I'm guessing. That, you know what? I, I'm I'm not up to date with my TVB stars or uh, Chinese stars in general. So that actually might have been the truth. However, I'm gonna uh, chalk it up to uh, padding. Yeah. <laughs> they want to yeah. move this up to 90 minutes, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, surprise, surprise, the movie actually is exactly 90 minutes. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, it felt longer. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! Yeah, this movie felt. Long. Yeah, and you know, it's funny. I don't, I don't hate the movie. I feel like we're we're coming off as uh, well. I'm coming off as a hater, but um, I, I I don't. I find the movie very frustrating. Yes, that that is the best way of putting it. Yeah. Um. Next sequence, we have uh the uh, street fight in Tokyo. Donnie and uh, is trying to protect Wang Jing, and um just his 
ex-wife Wan Jing's ex-wife or something or his love interest yeah she owns um restaurant some thugs come in you know asking for their pay or i don't know whatever doesn't matter <laughs> doesn't matter yeah. you know what the highlight of this whole sequence is is when um Wang Jing is getting beat up or being terrorized by these random well not random but like they're I guess like loan sharks i think yeah loan sharks i think they're probably yakuza, yakuza yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um when <laughs> when uh, Wang Jing is being terrorized, we see the little kid, the little kid come up on his bike, uh, just approaching them. He gets off his bike and he does a cheat seven kick and then does a side kick and then does a, does a series of round kicks all within the span of two seconds. Yeah, I think it ends with like a split kick to some guy's yep. chin. The, and it's a kid. <laughs> Looks <laughs> like he's like 12 years old. Yeah, probably and I smaller. Got, I was... I was so surprised to see this because I was like, holy shit, that kid's got some skills. Mm -hmm. And then that's it. Yep. He gets grabbed and that's it. I wanted more from him. Yeah. I, they, they could have just shot him (laughs) and then I would have like, that would have made more sense because he does nothing else in the movie. Yeah. Like they could have more, they could have just killed him because he's completely useless Mm -hmm, after mm -hmm. that. Uh, Unfortunately, I can't find any info, even on IMDb on on this one particular uh, performer. Because it's clearly him. You see. Oh yeah, it's great. See, mm-hmm. It's great. Uh, yeah. It's it's a shame. Like he got he won some you know walk on role for being you know the winner from you know martial arts competition. And, right, but he doesn't do any more action performances. But he's still in the rest of the movie. Yeah, but he so. he doesn't contribute yeah. anything. So yeah, that's, true. He, that's what I meant. Like they could have shot him, and it would have <laughs> it would have felt the same. Damn, it's such a missed opportunity. He's yeah. he's great. I was like, wow, this kid has so much talent, and you know, um, unfortunately. The the secret to beating up a kid is just to grab him from behind. It's <laughs> very simple. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he gets taken out. And then, uh, you know, Wang Jing is, you know, um, still getting terrorized by everybody. Uh, and and then, then, and Donnie Yen falls from out of the sky. <laughs> like, literally. So, this scene is demonstrating uh, Donnie Yen's, like, he's kind of, it's kind of parkourish kind of stuff like he's climbing up the poles he's like going up and going down like i i like some of that stuff it's it's wires but i think they hide it well enough at, at times yeah at times <laughs> at like times. like him scurrying up the pole like there's yeah. no way he's gonna scurry up his pole with his like you know his back hanging out like yeah, that. yeah. That, so that's what i'm saying like mm-hmm. yes it's wires but i i'm okay with that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so uh, let's address the elephant room Donnie Yen, he did say with Ip Man 4, I mean, I, I might be misquoting this, uh, that it's going to be his last kung fu role. or it, That was oh, my understanding. That yeah. It was supposed to be his last like traditional kung fu, like old style like, right, right. martial arts. I mean, Donnie Yen might just be saying it. Same way with Jackie. Jackie said that he's done with action films like five, five times already. He said that several times. Mm-hmm. Um, so when Donnie Yen announced this, I assume that it's because of health reasons and because you know he's getting on with his his age, right? Yeah. So with this movie, this was filming filmed, I believe, just a little bit before Ip Man Four. Was it? Uh, probably either concurrently or like, dude, imagine it. It must have come before. It had to be right, even though it was released after Ip Man. 4. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, as mentioned in the very beginning, you know, this movie had some uh, release issues. Um, but yeah, like it was, it was, but dude, imagine if they filmed this simultaneously with Ip Man 4. All right, Donnie, you have to be super serious. And now you have to be a fat guy <laughs> in the <laughs> other movie. Um, no, but like, um, 
I assume that Donnie and um, wasn't doing as many um, of his own. Okay, no, this sounds really bad. He is clearly doing his own stunts, but there's a lot of wire work here. It's probably a, to um, to uh, accommodate for the fact that he can't, you know, perform them at the same level of uh, level of athleticism that he used to have. It's quite he's, he's older, yeah. But I never thought of Donnie Yen as a stuntman either. Like I don't remember, I don't really recall any of his roles where he's doing stunt-ish he, he's, work. He's very capable. Yeah. Uh, okay. Have you seen Dragon Tiger Gate? Yeah, he not. was doing his own, you know, his own flips and stuff in that. And same I, with I, I meant like, um, like environmental stunts. Oh, I see. I see. Because mm-hmm. this this scene and this movie in particular, there's a lot of stuff where he's like doing, you know, going on the rooftops. He's yep. climbing up the poles. Like mm-hmm. I can't recall him ever doing that. So maybe that's why wires are involved. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm I'm fine with that because I don't know him for doing that. Right, right, right. I, it, it's just a small. I, I, I can't call it a nitpick, but it's a small. Uh, Thing I noticed because you know he's very floaty in this movie sometimes. Sometimes, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, he's also wearing a fat suit. Yeah, he can't jump as high. I don't know how heavy that thing is, but that is true. That is true. And not knocking on him, like I, you, dude, use your wires. Like it's impressive enough as as a guy in your fifties to do all these things. That that's not easy. The wires was was never distracting. Mm-hmm. I I mean, we can see it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, and we you know we know. But like it, it never felt like, oh, that's just so obvious. Like, cause he's, he's mm. levitating in the air at this point, <laughs> right? Like, it's not bad. It's, it's used to extenuate. It's, it's, and it's not personally distracting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, um, man, I, I forgot to mention, I like the shout outs that uh, Donnie N uh, does, or the movie does for Donnie N's previous movies. Oh, uh, yeah. I, right. I actually like that scene a lot. I was like, oh, this is cute. Uh, until they had to ruin it with, uh, some shoehorned in comedy. Mm-hmm. Like they retconned the end of uh, SPL, which is fucking one of my favorite movies, period. Like one of my favorite movies ever. And they had to like retcon that, that ending where he fights Wu, uh, Wu Jing and then turns into like a comedic farce. And I fucking hated it. I was like, <laughs> fucking don't, don't ruin that movie for me. Right, right. So just for reference... Uh, for some reason, Don they they talk about the these great things he did as a cop. Like previously, yeah. it flashes back, and you realize like, oh, it's the scene from SPL. Mm-hmm. But they they turn it into like a parody. Yeah, and, and Flashpoint. And yeah. Flashpoint, yeah. yeah. So uh, it's cute. It's cute until it's I was cute. like, okay, well, it, it was too on the nose. It mm-hmm. was not even on the nose. It was like smacking you in the face. It's right. like here, here's some comedy for right. you. Right. You know, it would have been great if they're like, and then you're great, 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 and it cuts to Ip Man. <laughs> <laughs> That. I was like, oh, I wonder why you're not referencing that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I like that. But anyways, so the street brawl happens. Uh, Donnie Yen's climbing all the scaffolding and whatnot, the lamps and stuff. It's it's fine. Uh, I, I like that it's actually him doing it. And I believe that even though the film was filmed in uh, in Japan, um, there are moments where I can't tell if it's sound, the soundstage or not. And we were watching the, we stayed for the credits, the after credit sequence, and you can tell that some of it was a soundstage. Like, yeah, they built, yeah. So I, I could see it because of the lighting, because every now and then they would cut to real shots of Tokyo, mm-hmm. and you can kind of tell how it was lit. Like it's mm. not the same. It's there's something about having, um, you know, no roof over you and how right. the natural light from the night sky is is. is 
naturally illuminating things. Right, right. It feels a little more synthetic, maybe. Yeah, yeah. But it, I liked it. I liked that set they built. It, it's huge. And yes, you, uh, we revisit it again later. Mm-hmm. But uh, like, it wasn't so bothersome. Like, I just, I was impressed that they. Uh, oh, jeez, you came at a good time. Sorry. That's no, fine. Mark's here. Yay! You missed all the. Uh, we hate Nikki Charo's character <laughs> portion of the podcast, which is like the whole point and the whole fun of this entire episode My is favorite. talking about how much we despise her. Yeah, but yeah. we can talk about the action and maybe yeah. if we have time, we'll circle back around. And nah, that's cool. Kind of bad. Right. I'm sure you all yeah. said what I wanted to say. It's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, we're not trying to be misogynistic. We just, we just really hate that character. She's just a terrible. If terrible. that was a dude, I would still yeah. hate on him. It doesn't matter <laughs> that she's a woman. That's a reprehensible person. Yeah, I don't condone treating your significant other the way she did. Mm-hmm. That's essentially what sure. it is. Very elegantly put. Um, Thank you. Stop being so elegant. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we were talking about the um, the second fight scene where they're fighting in the streets uh, in Tokyo, which uh, we were talking about. It being an actual soundstage, and it's very convincing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought, uh, it, yeah, you're right. It, like, it, for you, it might have seemed kind of fake, but I actually thought it was, uh, you know, like, it fooled me. Yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm not saying it's fake. Mm-hmm. I thought it was great how they built this set because that's, you know, if you've been to Tokyo, that's kind of what it looks like. The mm-hmm. streets are crowded. All these, they did a good job at getting extras to make it feel like uh, random people were walking around every now and then. But I guess maybe because I've been there a few times, you, I can kind of tell, like, okay, mm. the lighting is a little bit different. looks right. a little, little off. And especially when they do cut to real shots of them in on the streets of Tokyo, uh, you, you can you can just... I, I could see it. That, mm-hmm, that's what I mean. Mm-hmm. But I, I like the set a lot. Yeah, that, That's yeah. what I wanted to say. Yeah, I guess it, uh, it makes more sense to actually have a set rather than... Well, okay, that's what also threw me off is because it is a set and they're running up these these uh, rooftops and such in a later fight we'll talk about too um and they're, they're running on rooftops they're climbing all these um uh, poles lamp posts, and such yeah. and lampposts i just assumed it was a real set or not a set but it wasn't a set because you know they're using they would have used real um uh, objects in the in, in, their, in the real world uh you know building a soundstage with all those things that are already established is you know uh, and making it sturdy <laughs> isn't quite easy um well i guess they had the budget for it that's where all the budget went you know mm-hmm. then, and then the script the screenwriter had nothing left <laughs> should we fix the the female lead no no <laughs> we gotta reinforce this huh. pole that donnie has to climb up <laughs> maybe just another budget for writers just anything <laughs> mm. no but we actually do have some you know, this scene kind of gets a little bit overshadowed by the later fight scene that we have also on the rooftops. Mm-hmm. Um, it, this one's pretty short. It's it's, short, it's like yeah. a, a taste. It's just him running away. Yeah, it's a taste of things to come like when they revisit it later. Like mm-hmm. I, I feel like when they're actually all on the rooftop fighting, that there's a lot more cooler stunts in that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, well, the, this scene's played up for a little bit more laughs because Donnie Yen's just essentially just running away from everyone. I like the part where he jumps over this conveniently placed um what do you call those traffic uh Lights? barriers barriers oh, okay yeah he yeah. jumps over them and he 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 does this little hooray kind of jump uh in, in midair and he he throws sand in everyone's face <laughs> with his feet i thought that was a little cute 
yeah. it was very unexpected. Mm-hmm. Um, There's a great stunt when um, he kicks a guy, um, and he the guy flies into the other guys, mm-hmm. and then he falls down, and they they try they try to catch him, mm-hmm. which is neat. You never see that somebody falling over the edge, and then the guy oh, try to catch right, him. That's right. And they couldn't. They they couldn't hold on and he let go of his foot and he just crashes on the table. Yeah, yeah I was yeah. like, oh, that's neat. That's kind of funny. Well, that that stunt itself uh, I thought was very impressive. Um, I'm glad you pointed that out because I totally forgot about that until now. Um, yeah, but yeah, what else was there? Uh, like, I uh, we have like this a lot of mugging from Donnie Yen in this movie. I don't know if you you noticed it. I noticed it when a lot. he's kind of like gawking at the camera. Yeah, he does. He does a lot of the head tilt. Like, ooh, look yeah. at me. Uh, well, he was probably in the makeup department for at least like six hours a day to get on that fat suit. So, you know, he he needs to let you know, like, this is what I look like. <laughs> <laughs> like when he traps that guy's head inside, uh, like between those sliding doors. And he just he mugs at the camera like whoo whoo look look at me I'm a Looney Tunes character now. <laughs> uh, yeah, the comedy is all over the place, <laughs> just like we are. Uh, because in the next fight uh, is my favorite fight. Of the movie. I think this is my favorite fight too. <laughs> uh, Mark, do you remember the best fight scene in the movie? Oh God, there were so many with with <laughs> the dog. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> I think I blocked that it's, out of my memory. It, it's totally no. I remember. It's totally a real dog. I do agree. <laughs> the best best fight scene, hands down, or paws down. Hold on, <laughs> pause down. Or, well, just two paws because <laughs> well, it's halfway through the camera at all times. Right. <laughs> considering this movie, well, th- considering it's oh my god, 20- that's where the budget went, and they have nothing left for dogs. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. To make like, this prosthetic dog? It's not a prosthetic. It, well, animatronic? Uh, a puppet. I mean, it, it def- okay, maybe. It's probably a little bit of a... Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it did have mechanical uh, like devices within it because they were like making it bark and shit like that or bite down. Oh, but, yeah, yeah, in the behind the scenes. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a cheesiness uh, thing going on with the scene. So uh, It's so weird. It's 2020 mm-hmm. and... I, I feel that there's this thing going around now that uh, Harrison Ford is in a movie with a CGI dog. Oh, yeah. The, the fact that somebody made a, Call the wild. like a puppet mm-hmm. puppet animatronic dog yeah. now is just baffles me. Right. And it works it works for the comedic uh, parts of this film. But, because I feel it, like we're laughing at the movie, though. Right? But I, I think they knew because uh-huh. it, it looks so dumb, but I think that's why I liked it. <laughs> What what baffles me more though is the fact that they use CGI in so many other fucking places mm-hmm. in this movie, but they did right. not choose to make a CGI dog yes! to go off that. of what you were saying for the Call of the Wild with Harrison Ford because that's a CGI dog <laughs> all the way through. <laughs> yeah. How hard is it for a dude to get in a green suit and just be on all fours and pretend you're a dog? <laughs> like, come on! Like they, they like China's known for CGI. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you think you're Korea? Yeah. Well, <laughs> close enough. No, no. You Parasite know- had CGI in it. What? Well, you know, the real reason is because dog fur animate rendering fur costs a lot of money. It was chinchilla so, fur. Yeah. I, I think and time. Benedict Cumberbatch wasn't available. <laughs> what? Because he did the dragon. That's, did, quite, that's quite a stretch there. Did you see those behind the scenes when him, him like on all fours, like uh, pretending yeah, to yeah. be the dragon? <laughs> and people, that's quite yeah, a stretch pe- people were like applauding his performance. <laughs> I was like, sh- shut up. <laughs> We motion captured Smog. right? 
So we're talking about Lord of the Rings now. <laughs> no, um, God, where are we going? The, the, the dog scene is... Uh, I think Donnie Yen would us. make a good Gandalf. I just want to say that. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting there with age. Um, no, but uh, that scene with the dog is so laughable, but it's totally self-aware. It yes, has to it, be, it right? has to be. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure they are. Right, right. Just this like, is this is one of the few moments uh, where it's intentional comedy, mm-hmm. and I yeah. actually liked it. Yeah. Any <laughs> any time you have a man fighting up like essentially a doll on screen and wrestling it, trying to make it seem alive, mm-hmm. but its limp legs are just like flapping around. I don't know, like that. I always find that hilarious. <laughs> yeah, the dog looks weightless because yeah, it's exa- just a puppet. Because there's nothing. Yeah, it literally is weightless. There's nothing in there. <laughs> um. It's great. I, I, li- I like this scene a lot. And unfortunately, the rest of the story has to happen. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The dog should have came back in the end. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, we, we mentioned before, there are too many characters in this movie. And that dog is... But that dog is, is the saving grace for <laughs> <laughs> characters. Um, oh, God. Now we got to move on. Uh, well, they end up fighting in the next... Uh, in the fish market. The mm-hmm. actual location is Tsukiji Market. Uh, an actual fish uh market in in tokyo or the outskirts of tokyo and i've been there once i, I love that place i think i've been there too <laughs> yeah it's, it's great i love that yeah. like, you know it, you know what's even better the fact the fish are weightless wait what do you mean yeah. <laughs> what do i mean wait what which fish are weightless uh, i mean you know tuna. all about fish the tuna oh <laughs> right because when he, well it's frozen right mm, so sure sure yeah freezing anything makes thing makes it weightless right <laughs> like a balloon yeah. what's heavier two kilograms of feathers or two kilograms of steel <laughs> feathers because <laughs> feathers weigh less than steel i'm pretty sure it's feathers <laughs> It took me. It took me a while to get that joke. <laughs> it's so obvious. Um, Is it? But but here's the thing. It's just think about it from the perspective of like if that fish mm-hmm. was just water, frozen water, well, a block about, of ice we're about in the those dimensions of the fish. Those dimensions. <laughs> would you be able to fling a fucking block of ice like true. that okay, so easily? That's, that's, that's true. That's very true. Well, he, I mean, the dude dropped the fucking fish at one point. That had, I guess, what was it? Heroin, cocaine, whatever the hell. I think it was, it was cocaine. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and uh, the rich man's drug. But um, you have this thing fall, and all of a sudden, one of the dudes just picks it up as if like, oh, nothing to see here, like <laughs> willy nilly. It's like, no, you're not that strong, right? So, it, well, it can't be frozen, right? Because he's literally no, no, no it's supposed it op- to be. Well, he's gutting it opens, and there's like a compartment for the right. drugs. For the sake of the movie, no, they're not frozen. But then it's also like it's not linear. Thought. Well, when he's throwing it, it's it's not it's, it's not it's limp. Frozen. It's not limp. Yeah, it's, it's like frozen. a solid block yeah. of fish. Yeah. We're talking about a lot of fish physics. Yeah, right yeah. Now. Well, what they're implying is uh, Wong Jing's character accidentally does lines of cocaine that's <laughs> hidden inside the tuna, and it gives him. You know that PCP strength to lift to lift up some sh- sh- uh, sashimi. Yes, oh, that's true. <laughs> that, yeah. Yeah. I was gonna get him on cocaine that, like... makes you strong enough to lift up. <laughs> Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Yeah. <laughs> Heavy pounds of tuna. Yeah. Uh, I miss. Anyways, I miss Sukiji Market. Uh, oh, I thought you were gonna say I miss PCP. <laughs> <laughs> I miss cocaine too. Um, no, I, I miss Sukiji. I was actually surprised that they they name dropped it, but I mean, like, what else would it be? Sukiji is such a um, like a, iconic a well, place, iconic place, yeah. yeah. And when they said like, oh, Sukiji Market is a, uh, a a drug front for for 
uh, for cocaine. I was like, are you allowed to say that on <laughs> camera? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just felt like a lot of, uh, just to go off of that, there was a lot of chi- uh, Japan bashing in the film, kind you of. You think so? I don't think. Well, the, not, the, not like, the director's Japanese. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like in the sense of like for comedic effect, mm-hmm. like where it's just like we're going to shit on them. Oh, well, it's not of... like, it's not like, uh, like we hate Japanese kind no, of No, 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 no. It's not like propaganda for the Chinese government. Oh, okay, okay. Or something. Yeah. Not in that We sense. know those kind of yeah. movies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. No, I get, I get it. It's, it's more like, uh, like the butter of the joke kind of thing, but not like ma- malicious. Yeah, I get it. I get it. But uh, yeah, the fight happens in Tsukiji, which I actually think, my theory is that that actually is Tsukiji Market. It, it could very well be. I mean, like you can't looking at it uh, from afar. It, it looks just like the market, and you know you've been. You might have. Were you drunk or <laughs> no? <laughs> I was. I was sober. I mm-hmm. think. Well, I went there in like the crack of dawn. So I was uh, there in the morning as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. like that's a super touristy thing to do. You go there to see the the fish auctions, um, and the, the the place is big, but uh, and some some parts of it I could tell it was definitely filmed at Tsukiji Market. But when they're the the all out fight goes on, um, what's happening inside the market? I my theory is that actually did take place there. That's my theory. It's possible. I mean, it's a warehouse setting. We mm. don't know. True. Yeah. True. It looks that very could have, It could have been a soundstage as well. Yeah. Mm. yeah but it's convincing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're not talking about soundstages. <laughs> That's their whole thing. Well, I mean, this is as good as it gets because in later in the movie, uh, the set starts to... We start to really hate on the sets. Yeah. The set decisions mm-hmm. that they, they made. Um so there's a good usage of uh, the environment for this particular fight, right? Yeah, I like this fight a lot. It it's another kind of extended action sequence, like we got with the van, where there's consistent fighting going along, but you know, just elongated. In this sequence, uh, Wang Jing's like running away, and then eventually they hijack like a, a forklift, mm-hmm. and that becomes the conduit for them to kind of keep going up and down this warehouse and and all the fighting ensues right uh so i know this is controversial mm-hmm. but choreography wise this is probably the best fight scene i know we were just talking about how great the dog scene was yeah but... I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have to call bullshit <laughs> <laughs> no uh, choreography wise i like this one the most um i think as a whole i might like this one the most okay yeah got it yeah well it's donnie ends taking advantage of the environment he's He's kicking, punching boxes and, and crates around him to uh, stop op- opponents, kind of almost like Ip Man Four, uh, Ip Man Two, um, in the in the also in a warehouse fight. I think that was also a fish market. <laughs> Probably, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all um, fish markets. They're all fish markets. Yeah, yeah. I like. Um, there's this great moment when Donnie Yen enters, where he kind of jumps over a big group of people to mm-hmm. kicks to kick like a yep. like a wooden crate. And after he kicks it, there's a moment where you see him go towards the ground and it looks like he's going to face plant, but he he successfully goes into a roll. Mm -hmm. And when you're watching it, I got a little scared. I was like, oh my God, is he supposed to just kind of fall flat? Because it looked... You know, it looked like a pretty dangerous stunt. Yeah. But it's okay. If, if Donnie and actually landed on his face, he has like three pounds of makeup on his face <laughs> right, to right. protect him. <laughs> and a fat suit. And the fat yeah. suit, yeah. But like you said, I like, I like, I like the environment stuff he's doing. Uh, he does the, 
uh, sliding backwards split under a table, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, similar to uh, what Tony Jaa did under the moving truck yeah, yeah, in yeah. Ungbok. I was like, oh, that's cool. And then he's doing these uh, these kind of like hook kicks into these like large boxes or pe- large objects, and it's like hitting the people on the other side. Can can I say that that's actually my favorite part? <laughs> it's so simple. Yeah. It's, like I'm, I always gravitate to like like the the style and efficiency. Like but his his kicks like uh, maybe it's the partially because of the performer, or maybe because of the way the shot. You you can see the power in that kick. Yeah, I, I like it. It's like simple things like that. You, uh, it really highlights like how athletic Donnie Yen is. And again, kind of not to keep on bringing up his age, but you know, for what it is, it's it's pretty impressive. Um, and we also have like good usage of environments. Like I said before, uh, he's climbing on crates. He, he's he's gained. The, he has the uh, the higher ground <laughs> <laughs> on uh, top of this uh, moving forklift. Yeah, yeah. That uh, Wang Jing is driving. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Unfortunately, um, I don't know if we're really spoiling, but like this this end this ends with uh, more plot involving the um, the woman. <laughs> we're just gonna call her that. The, the, woman. the horrible human being in the movie, oh, uh, the garbage it. person, the real villain of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> I might say, yeah, it's the long term villain. It's called yeah, relationship. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, yeah, they don't they don't show you the divorce like ten years later <laughs> and then her taking all of his money. Oh my god. And keeping, that is totally what you would keeping do. him away from the children. There's just, yeah, there's three kids, they all resent them, even though because she's been feeding them lies yeah, for the last twenty years. Oh man. Oh we get into the fat dragon too. He's in an even bigger fat suit. <laughs> he's in real depression. Yeah. <laughs> and he's and it's not a martial arts movie; it's a drama. But he's fighting for his kids. <laughs> oh my god! Is he fighting her? <laughs> <laughs> he's fighting the court system <laughs> with kung fu. It's, it's, like it's going to be like the police story reboot. It's like it, oh, go, it went from action to pure trauma. <laughs> no, no, it's going to be uh, it's going to be Enter the Fat Dragon two, but it's just going to be. The Chinese interpretation of marriage story. <laughs> oh, and Donnie no. Yen is in a fat suit. <laughs> oh, That's man. it. That's it. Oh, man. I love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I love marriage story. <laughs> um, yeah, where, where, where were we? Uh, warehouse scene ends uh, uh, with the stupid fucking uh, lady character. Uh, because uh, Donian has to stop fighting because uh, she he's she's upstaging em- her. She's embarrassed. <laughs> it doesn't matter. He's trying to stop a crime from happening, <laughs> but it's all about her, and she berates him in front in front of everybody. Um, Not to mention the like um, the sergeant or the captain or whatever the supervisor. Oh yeah, those like, all, those point, characters come like back. literally everybody hates him. Yeah, for no reason. Mm-hmm. Even though he's saving the world and he's figuring out everything and doing all the hard work, you know, getting dirty and actually right. risking his life, yeah. and they just don't appreciate him at all. Everybody's a jackass in this movie. <laughs> well, I think they're all bought, what right? Like, bought? aren't they all 
technically working for the Yakuza at right, that point. Right, right, yeah, right. Like, so everyone, yeah, everyone hates him and they want him to leave, but mm-hmm. he's like, no, I'm a good guy. Yeah, well, he has his superior still living in Hong Kong who's telling him, mm-hmm. like, oh, you're fucking everything up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that stuff, like, I'm, I'm forgiving of that. It's because right, I'm like, yeah. okay, fine, whatever. It's just typical stuff. But like that, because Donnie Yen is so attached to his love interest mm-hmm. that he feels compelled to... Um, you know, like uh, try and convince her to see things through his ways. Like, I'm like, dude, just fucking move on. Yeah. She's not worth it. Mm-hmm. She's so he's manipulative. Not a, he's not in love with her. He's in love with her career. What? Her career her choices. Cur- oh, that's true. That is true. He's very obsessed with her acting career. That is. Yeah. Because he's reciting lines before they're said on the soap operas that she's in. And yes, they are soap operas because it's TVB. Uh, <laughs> we'll get into that later. But uh, well, no, here we, he already got into it <laughs> very deeply before. Yeah. Uh, this, this is my show up on time. <laughs> I don't know what Will said, but I completely agree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am the aficionado. Uh, I need to actually bring in someone who really watches TVB right. and I can tell him how wrong he is. Right. No, this wasn't, she is. this wasn't him being obsessed with her career. This was him being a supportive boyfriend and then oh. her just yeah, shitting all over him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he can't. God, he was what? supporting her career. Yeah, I know, we're going I know. back. We're going back in circles, but it's very hard to not talk about yeah. this. Uh, I mean, like he is so supportive that he cares about his career and her career. Yeah, yeah. he is like I won't say he's perfect, but he. But I actually want to say he's stupid because if he was smarter, he would fucking dump her. Yeah, yeah. no, that, <laughs> but, no but that's he's got like a sacrificial lamb kind of uh, a hero, mentality. literally a hero's complex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where when it's frustrating because like I hate her, but I also think you're an idiot for yeah. staying with her, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and pursuing her after the fact because I mean, like he proposed that they're literally going through the wedding, and you know, like in the very beginning, and then now we're at that point. Nice segue, um, <laughs> where they kind of rekindle their uh, relationship uh, at the uh, at the restaurant. sushi restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and um, and he's I don't know why he called her out. You know, he's he's I mean, like logically speaking, because I'm trying to be a logical person. He calls her out, and he's like, "Hey, um, let's just meet for dinner. I just want to apologize for all my actions because I'm such a horrible <laughs> human being, and you're perfect." Um, and you don't need to change in any way, shape, or form. I just want to apologize. I'm going to stop focusing on my career. I'm going to do whatever you want. Mm. Literally, I'm not, I, I am not like, he was willing misinter- not to work. I'm not misinterpreting this. Yeah. This is literally what the yeah. movie yeah. is saying to us. Right. And all the entitled princesses watching, like their hearts melted. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. It's so frustrating because it takes a literal earthquake. For her to kind of realize kind of. that he is just the way that he is. Yeah, a good but, person. <laughs> yeah, yeah he, he's, he's protective of others. He's a hero. He's a cop. He wants to be a good cop. And she, like... But, and that she has to compromise as much as he does. Right, right, right. But my... my Hashtag my, relationship right <laughs> <laughs> My point being is that she, when she realizes, you see it on her face. Uh, I mean, I'll give the actress props that she's conveying it properly if her her whole um her whole uh goal was to convey how annoying this character is um that she is begrudgingly accepting that he will never change mm-hmm. like it almost feels like she doesn't like the fact that he's saving other people 
or he's concerned about other people. Or he's doing his job. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like it's all about me, 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 me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then she gets kidnapped and uh, she gets beaten up. And part of me was kind of happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, by uh, who Johnny uh, keeps Johnny. Joey T, uh, who um, who also kills like a yakuza boss or something like that. Ah, we don't. Need I don't to, understand. We don't that need part to get of, into that. Yeah, but let's yeah. not. Yeah, 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 that's true. That's true. She gets beaten up, and Will had the biggest grin on his face. I, <laughs> I think I burst out laughing in the theater. I was yeah. so happy. You did. You did. And you know what? I didn't laugh, but I did feel alleviated. <laughs> there was some camaraderie all across <laughs> yeah. in all three seats. Oh my god, like just desserts and everything. You don't you know you've written your character poorly when she gets beaten up and you and you're happy <laughs> for this. I was like, "Oh, she's getting what she deserves." <laughs> Anyways, so the rooftop scene happens. Um, uh, so again, uh, Wu Jing's character—they're uh, oh, not Wu Jing. Wang Jing's character uh, is is just—he's just defending uh, his, his his love interest in the movie. Too many character syndrome, mm-hmm. um, and he gets stabbed <laughs> in the in, in the, the side kidney, in the kidney. Yeah, yeah. and. They they play that up for laughs too because again you can't have this movie to be too dark because yeah. TVB. Yeah. Did um, they play it up for laughs? I don't remember. No, they did. They did. Yeah, you you remember at the at the very end when he's like, uh, he he looks at his love interest like it it looks kind of solemn like he's he's trying he, to say goodbye like he's literally looking like he's about to die just yeah, completely yeah, yeah. go out mm-hmm. yeah right and then she's like well uh, he's like oh I have to tell you something and she's like oh what what and he's like like don't touch my stuff I'll, I'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> like I, just just call me an ambulance or something like that and like it and then you see her mugging at the camera like oh yeah but uh, even before that there was the little and you uh, hear that little music change yeah uh, oh. womp, womp. they might as well have done that yeah <laughs> literally was that seinfeld <laughs> um, no but then right before that there was also the whole like exchange and conver- mini conversation about cigarettes and it's like mm-hmm. you're dying but we're gonna talk about cigarettes and how they don't make you look cool mm-hmm. oh uh, god yeah, yeah. so it's just playing up right, the whole right. angle Solid everything snake. so it wasn't just like one thing just for shits and giggles it was literally like three things happening at once in succession that just completely put you out of the mood of mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. scene and the severity right. of the situation right 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 yeah th- that's the thing like they have to they can't they can't make it too dark because it has to be family like not family friendly but it has to be you know uh, approved by a specific kind of audience member so um but uh Danian is in this fight so uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i would hope so you right right i like I, I i i'm starting as we're talking about this i'm starting to notice uh, for a lot of the fights, Donnie Yen enters by flying across the screen <laughs> and <laughs> kicking somebody or like jumping into somebody. Yeah. I love his entrance here. Yeah, oh, yeah. oh hell yeah. It's fucking amazing. So, Mark, do you remember this? It was Donnie Yen leaps across uh, the, car. Uh, the, the, the hood of a van. Mm-hmm. Like, so, it's pretty elevated. He leaps through that, grabs a man like you know, with this whole body and immediately tosses him into the ground into an, and, and puts him into an arm bar. Not not all of that, but mm. part of it I do remember. Yeah. Right, right. Does he go into an arm bar? I thought he goes into the the <laughs> I thought he goes into a flying like leg lock uh like 
the legs okay, around the right, neck. Okay. He spins him around and then he rolls out of it. Right. I, okay. Yeah. I, that's, that's better what, description of it. Yeah. Right. Right. It's and I, I was just like, "Fuck, that's crazy." <laughs> like, I, I can't imagine. Would they use what? That's I probably wires. How, how do you use wires with that? Because he has to roll around on the ground to get out of it. Mm, right. True. So there's some something's helping him, mm. like because it doesn't look. Ah oh, man, yeah, I don't know how to describe it. Mm-hmm. Something looks assisted, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. but if they if you really did that, man, that's crazy. Yeah, that, that looks maybe. really good. I, again, uh, I don't want to keep talking about his age because he, he's he's quitting. He's supposedly quitting action movies for a reason. I'm uh, assuming that he's slowing down. Lies. Uh, that's probably true. Um, <laughs> but you know what? Maybe even his his, his current age, it seems like he, like he's very capable of doing those kind of action moves and bravo if that really is him doing it um did like, you guys talk about pacing as far as this movie is concerned especially like uh in the beginning um where like not really but uh like what would you have I, no i'm sure you have problems with it no for sure like well i have a lot of problems in the first 20 minutes of the movie well we can't we jump from like scene fight one to fight two mm. but really that's like 20 30 minutes of character development there Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, it is and it's the worst character development ever because you are literally everything's rushed it feels absolutely rushed Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. not only do you get the title screen uh title sequence in the beginning that uh shows you what movie you're watching but it also um has literally cuts of the movie you're about to watch Oh, oh right! Yeah, before the movie even goddamn starts, right. yeah. and I'm like, no, stop! Yeah, I think that's a huge movie sin. Yeah, yeah, we forgot to mention. Yeah, that. And, yeah, and totally it plays about for that. like thirty seconds. Mm-hmm. So you're looking at all of this, and you're like, oh well, that's gonna happen later. Yeah, you're, this you're, is gonna happen. You're kind of showing all the good scenes <laughs> yeah. beforehand. Yeah. Like that's that's not a that's concept. not a proper teaser mm-hmm. yeah. before you watch the movie. You know, right. maybe as yeah. a teaser trailer, sure, but no, not right before the movie. Yeah, <laughs> and it, it seems to be like a very uh, Chinese thing in mm-hmm. Chinese cinema to do. I do, I do see that y- more frequently. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. like I've seen it in other films, and I'm like, please stop! Like this is mm-hmm. not some kind of. Uh, well, it's not exclusive to Chinese movies, but no, like I, I do see that. Yeah, like mostly that. because this is the way we we view things, the podcast and everything, like mm-hmm. the movies we watch. <laughs> right, but like right. we see it specifically mostly in chinese out of all the other types of asian in right. my opinion um and i just i think it's the wrong move it's completely mm-hmm. off and it just kind of oh i for sure yeah. i think that's completely it's completely off like yeah. you shouldn't do that <laughs> like it's a huge movie sin like don't fucking show me the best parts in the movie yeah before the movie that's what trailers are for right <laughs> what? which is also a problem yes <laughs> and then you have the next 20 minutes after that it's Mm -hmm. literally everybody i don't know i wasn't even drunk (laughs) well that's your problem yeah (laughs) no i was sober as hell so maybe you guys like didn't have a perspective that that i had that's true so we talked about the we're waiting for like five hours and yeah we we did have a couple drinks the hype yeah yeah right right all of it yeah. And it's just, I'm just sitting there and I'm watching the, this first couple of minutes and I'm just like, he's rushing through. People are rushing through the dialogue. It's everything sped up. Mm-hmm. The cutscenes are so quick from one to the other that you're like, wait, did they even finish their conversation? Oh, next. Like, <laughs> yeah. it, it was quick. Like, they were banging out like what could have been easily 45 minutes in like a 20 minute segment just to do like 
the plot, building characters, et cetera, et sure. cetera. Like, okay, but you can omit stuff. Like, sure, sure. why go in that much depth and have a conversation Mark, with your significant other for do, five do, minutes? Do, <laughs> do you know why? Because, well, two reasons. One, because love interest is more important than... This is than, Oh, yeah, yeah that's right. I, I keep forgetting it's TVB. And, and, yeah. And two, um, uh, padding. Mm. <laughs> Let's make this movie like... Are you talking about his fat suit? <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean literally padding the movie because uh, there is that moment where Donnie ends at his low point. He's lost a suspect. Mm. He he lost his love interest. He's lost his job, mm-hmm. and like we have all he has is that vending machine. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, then... I really wanted him to fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> at least uh, he got all those mooncakes. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then we. Once he's at the lowest point of his life, we have to see flashbacks of previous scenes, even in scenes where he wasn't even in the scene. <laughs> yeah. Again, pad out the movie. Yeah. So anyways, um, we're at the rooftop. Where we have Donnie Yen just kicking people off, uh, kicking off the rooftop and such. Uh, there's one great stunt where he kicks a dude off and you see him crashing uh, on, on every awning on the way down. On the way down, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to remember everything else. Uh, there, there's some like goofy moments where he he jumps on the sign and he um uh he's he's basically being uh, uh pelted with with bottles and oh, he's dodging and more them. mugging for the camera. Yeah, yeah. I don't need that. I don't need that. I'd rather just see more choreography. Right. And stuff it's, like it that. sucks because I like the parkour ish stuff he's doing, jumping from roof to roof. Uh yep. he's like sliding down mm-hmm. uh the angles of the building right. and then jumping to the next building. It's all pretty impressive stuff that I as I mentioned earlier, I don't remember seeing him really do that in other movies. So yeah. I so I liked I liked watching him do it. Speaking sure. of other movies. Uh, you want to talk about a better movie? <laughs> I, no, I was gonna say um <laughs> to go off of that real quick. How about those other movies that were in this movie? Oh, we talked about that too. Oh, did you? You sure came earlier. You sure came earlier, Mark. All right. (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) No, I I, I like that. I like those send-offs right there. Um, They're probably my favorite part of the movie. Um, Yeah, and and the the fight scene kind of just ends with kind of a fat joke. I don't know. He falls through the... Yeah, yeah, he literally crashes through a roof. I don't know if you remember, Mark. Um, Because he... I don't know if it's because he was just literally standing on a roof and those roofs don't look like it, they're capable of holding anyone's weight. Yeah, I was confused too if that was a fat joke or not because he yeah. falls through and then you realize, wait, that's just a normal roof. Yeah. People weren't like, you know, trying to and break people it. People stand on those things. Exactly, people yeah. fight on those things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then the camera is just lingering on him for so long yep. as he's confused as to what happened and right. then he kind of runs off. Well, you know what's... Oh, speaking of which, uh, this scene uh, plays out where Donnie Yen gets back on ground level and he runs away from the camera. Uh, he runs off screen to camera right. And then three, like uh, you can feel it. One, two, three. Three seconds later, he comes back into fray, back into the camera frame. And you're like, where the fuck yeah, did he go? Yeah, like what's he doing? <laughs> well, yeah, like you hear police sirens and such, right? But you don't know what his thinking was like what is he trying to accomplish there what it's a weird editing thing yeah because they could have easily cut to him running to the uh you know tokyo tower which is 
happens eventually. Yeah. They didn't we didn't need that weird long pause of him like running in front of the camera again, like you know, fixing his glasses. Yeah. It doesn't add any thought. They're yeah. promoting jogging. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> sure. So Tokyo Tower, we're at the fi- the we're at the end now. Um we have uh Joey T who is holding um Nikki Nikki Chow. Chow. Oh, I forgot your name. I, I, I just want to call the but the annoying woman character. Um, he's holding her hostage. Uh, and actually through. everyone else in the restaurant hostage. Mm. Oh, right. Because they all have grenades in their mouths? I I thought that was weird. It's like, that yeah. doesn't come back in the I, I didn't see the but, grenades. I just remember everybody was, like, gagged and, and tied up. That's what I saw. I didn't see mm. grenades. I, thought, I don't know. My, my eyes I, I think that's drinks. actually a better uh, <laughs> artistic choice. <laughs> grenades. Hell yeah. Uh, I would have loved that. Oh, I, I guess I loved it so much I played tricks in my mind. So, um, Donnie Ann shows up and uh, immediately turns into a, a fight between him and um, uh, bu- 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 Joey T. And like I mentioned before, Joey T is clearly talented and such. I don't feel like he that got to show off his tricking um, background as well in this fight scene. Because, again, I, I've seen his action reel. Mm-hmm. Um uh, after I would. This. I wouldn't have known he's a tricker after watching this. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say. I don't want to say it's basic, but there's nothing like flashy or spinning. Right. You about know why? You know. Yeah. Well, another uh, detriment in this this particular set is the the layout of the scene because it's a restaurant. Yeah. It's inside Tokyo Tower supposedly, and it's a restaurant with a lot of tables and a lot of chairs. There's no room to do flips or or, or like tumbling. And I like, would. I would argue against that they can make it work they can but, make it work but, because right. donnie Yen does do some kind of mm-hmm. a, a few flip moves here and there which mm-hmm. i really he like does. and yeah. i can reference another movie that actually does it pretty well rush hour three i was saying that to yeah. him so no so moving it, just to jump ahead a little yeah. bit it's uh, so, so similar they it's fight crazy. yeah they fight in tokyo tower yeah. at the end of rush hour three and then they also fight outside yes. of it and it mm-hmm. looks uh, I hate to say this, it looks better yeah. in Rush Hour 3 than it did yeah, here yeah, in yeah. this movie. And so that's a, a tough statement. Yeah, yeah, I can't believe uh, I'm God. saying that. That's <laughs> the only Rush Hour I haven't seen. And I've seen the fucking TV show. And then they both involved the Japanese guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, is that is really? It's, yeah. No, I, I mean, this is quite literally... The ending of Rush Hour 3. Yeah, like that, that's <laughs> what it a is. A little bit, yeah. I'm all, same location. Oh my, in your ripoff, choose your word. <laughs> like, which one? Oh my god! If any movie homages, uh, pays tribute to Rush Hour Three, you know you're. I in would trouble. if I was the director oh, for yeah. this movie. Uh, I guess they, you know, they maybe don't have they any did. Shame. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I God, this is where I'm gonna lose you too. Uh, I think that the female character's role in this fight isn't so bad. It actually kind of no, it's of, not. It's actually kind of funny. I don't, I'm saying I, that. I'm saying that just to admit it and, right. and kind of. I wouldn't say it's funny. I I enjoy when mm-hmm. uh, you have the non-fighter and you're kind of using them as like almost like an inanimate object yeah. to fight with. I I you know I I admire that kind of choreography because mm-hmm. I think it's really difficult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She kind of redeems herself in this fight scene, but not really. It's she, not like her character's better. It's yeah. just like she's, she's she's helping him out. Yeah. She's you know she reveals like oh I like fat guys. What's yeah. wrong? You know like why are you making fun of his weight? All yeah, that stuff. Yeah. She redeems herself, but uh, Donnie Yen also gets a uh, or uh, a dragon. Let's call him let's say right. Uh, he gets his revenge mm-hmm. uh, against his uh, ex. 
Because what he literally flings her in a fucking chair and then she falls over and like hits her. Oh, face. No. <laughs> well, I don't think he was trying to, but I like that she he no, did. No, I love that. And I love that shot. It. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. they cut it right in the moment where it's like, okay, this is too much of an angle. There's maybe some like questionability here whether she <laughs> fell or not. Mm-hmm. But you're like, nah, it's one second way too late. Like, we know she hit the floor. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, you're talking about when she, he kicks the chair and then she slides. And she rough. spins across the room in the chair. Mm-hmm. And by the way, that's a great looking chair i don't know i was like <laughs> totally for that chair We're beautiful green now. i love it um <laughs> side pot yeah I, I like that is uh because it was, it was played for laughs uh, i don't know if it was intentional because when she slides i wouldn't say slowly but slow enough that when she hits the the side of the bench she falls over and like, but it's but like the, a thud. Like it, it, I don't. Like, I think I don't think it was accident. I think it was accidental. I don't think that was the. That's what I was thinking. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but then it, they played as if like she got like knocked the wind out of her and she fell unconscious. Like felt that way, lady. You just you just bumped your knee onto the bench and now you're fucking unconscious. Like how, <laughs> like how that happened. Um, but whatever. The the focus really is. My personal I want to moment in the movie. I want to say it's not about her, but I mean the whole fucking movie yeah, about her. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, the the fighting between uh, Joey T and, and Donnie it's it's played well enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think it it stands out particularly. I like the choreography on using the tables and the the chairs and the benches because it's very complicated. Um, not in terms of uh, like you know they're not doing like anything acro- like overly uh acrobatic or stuff but like there's it's complicated because a lot literal moving parts it it, you know uh, you're throwing each other on top of the bench and you know like that you have to wedge yourself right in there and you're throwing them on top of the table uh i thought that was that was great it's 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 good usage of simple choreography to make it work to your advantage visually on screen Mm -hmm. and then the fucking green room (laughs) and then the green room happened and I don't know what the hell the, was the decision-making behind this. Well, I mean, when your last set piece is a Tokyo Tower, obviously you can't fight outside there. This is just, you know, like they shouldn't have made that the last place. Yeah, Because it, it, they have to use green screen and it looks really bad. Uh, yeah, the whole thing, the whole room, is, the whole set is a green room. So yeah. nothing is well, real. Well, maybe the catwalks are real. But the thing is, the the background is the cityscape, but it, you know, the CGI is not that good. The lighting isn't that good. Yeah. And then you have to constantly cut back to the shots of the two characters in the helicopter. It's, it's a fucking that, are mess. Are you saying the helicopter wasn't real? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Actually, the helicopter was real. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no. They were in the fake helicopter. <laughs> but it's just so annoying. They're, them, like, because. You have that camera just in their face, and the girl's like, oh, I don't know how to fly. Uh, I just got another, my another plot loophole that I really yeah. like. Another so annoying much. character in the movie. There's actually quite a, a few of them. Yeah. Mm. Um, what was the point of her in the in the scene? Doesn't matter. Doesn't what matter. What is the point? Well, just, no, no. I, I want to talk about it eventually because it, it actually does play a role into how the fight scene ends. Yeah, because it's actually more interesting than the fight scene. Right. The fight scene well, when you out. when you realize this, basically all of Japan hates Donnie Yen. He needed <laughs> he needed a way out, so they literally helicoptered him out of 
Japan and flew him to Hong Kong in the end. And they almost killed him on the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it doesn't make any sense because they're like, oh, uh, you shouldn't you shouldn't leave through the front entrance because then you'll be arrested and prosecuted. That's what I mean. So, yeah, so you need to stow away on this uh, ladder suspended from a helicopter. And they flew from Japan to Hong Kong. <laughs> no, one no, way. Not really them. It's more like CG objects right. flying away. But, but I mean, yeah. logistically, because <laughs> yeah. if they landed, they would have arrested him. At this point, I'm just thinking whether the ladder was real or not. <laughs> none of it, none of none of it was real. real. I don't, Donnie Yen wasn't actually in this movie. This is all CG. Mm-hmm. And that's where the budget... That was. actually makes sense. Oh, <laughs> uh, gosh. Uh, so this final fight between them... I, uh, they, it becomes a weapons fight. Mm-hmm. It's... Uh, it's uh, nunchucks versus n- size. size. Yeah. Uh, interesting, because the nunchucks literally come out of nowhere. And don't where do the, they come from? Don't the size come out of nowhere yeah. too? Oh wait, no. No, Fuck. the size have a background. They story. they es- they establish that when he's walking in, there's like weapons in the mm-hmm. samurai armor. I think that's where he got it. Yeah, because remember samurais and they're carrying nunchucks. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. totally where that came from. <laughs> I actually didn't know what that was initially when um, Nikki Chow's character threw the weapons at uh, towards Donnie and Donnie grabbed it. I thought those were like sausages or something like that. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, play up the fat joke right? thing. <laughs> I was like, oh, those are nunchucks. Okay, I get oh, it. Oh, man, if those were linked sausages, <laughs> that'd be great. I'm pretty sure, oh, Michelangelo did that in like T2. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. I remember go, that. Ninja, T- go, Terminator Ninja, 2? go. Yes, go, Michelangelo, the Ninja Turtle, <laughs> did that in Terminator 2. I'll be back, bro. Yeah. <laughs> we're all over the fucking place. Look, all you need to know about the final fight is that it's extremely distracting that the background, the entire set is CG because it's not done particularly well. And my whole argument is don't film the final fight at Tokyo Tower if it looks like or like set it in taking place in Tokyo Tower if you can't make it feel authentic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, I, I completely agree because uh, everything inside was fine. You know, mm-hmm. that obviously wasn't shot on a restaurant in Tokyo Tower. That's a set. But when you go outside and your backdrop is literally like the skyline of, of you know, the city of Tokyo, it's hard to make that look good. Yeah. yeah. And <clears throat> you you said it. it's so distracting. I wanted to I wanted to really look at this choreography between nunchucks and size. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've seen a movie that does that, so <laughs> I'm curious. Right. And, and I I feel like I couldn't see it. You know what makes this whole fight scene worse? Not the CG. It's the fact that we keep cutting to the like the female character piloting this helicopter mm-hmm. and she's such a like a, a buffoon at doing so mm-hmm. that she's like crashing the the helicopter into the 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 side of the tower she like just doesn't know how to pilot like actually drive the thing right yeah the and, joke is she just got her pilot's license yeah, I'm like, I, this is the final fight of the movie mm-hmm. i i don't want to be taken out of it like this yeah i i, I actually so i actually don't remember the logistics of the choreography from the last fight i don't either because of this <laughs> That's such a big issue. Right, right. Uh, it, it, everything distracts you from the actual meat of the, the, the fight scene of this. And that sh- this should be the best part. You have the two uh, most talented fighters, supposedly, in the, in the movie. And they're, you know, there's so much shit happening around it. And then the fucking movie ends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I don't remember this at all. It's because, uh, yeah, you said it. It's so visually distracting. <laughs> 
and the editing is so distraction. Everything is distracting. Yeah. Uh, the movie ends with them flying away from all the responsibilities. <laughs> and then we get a, I think, no exaggeration, a literal slideshow. Yeah, they're married. People are better. We have characters who didn't know each other in the beginning of the movie or suddenly in love with one another in the... Who cares? Who cares? Doesn't matter. I want some of that cocaine tuna. <laughs> cocaine tuna? I yeah. like that. The cocaine. Oh, man. Um, that is Enter the Fat Dragon. Uh, yeah. I'm going to say something uh, that's kind of strange. I actually prefer the original. But I don't... Hmm. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. It's a little weird. Yeah, sure. Hmm. But... <laughs> I'm, I'm. Am I saying that just to be a contrarian and just to be no, no. Uh, I am very conflicted because I don't know. Like, oh god, this movie. But then, oh god, that movie. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's like, what's the? What's it's been the, a while since we watched. What's that the one, lesser so. of two evils? Almost. Uh, okay. That's yeah. True. I. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, and yeah, I. Re- I recall saying in. Our, when we recorded the podcast for that, I was not on board with that movie at all. <laughs> but after watching this, everything's hindsight. Mm. Everything's all relative. Mm. Mark, what is your take on this movie? As a recommend, as a well, YouTube, as a fight scene only thing? What, what do you think? Well, okay. So if we're comparing uh, as far as uh, between the original well that's hard to do i know it is i mean Uh, we literally just did it but sure yeah no uh just in my opinion um i would go with the original um just blanket statement not gonna get into it just because of the blackface (laughs) maybe um so and this movie good for the action uh up to a certain point Mm -hmm. um because you feel out of place you feel a little disconnected in certain areas whether it's because of the sets whether it's because of the green screen whether it's because um the cuts are too quick there's a lot of nitpicking that you can possibly do Um, that's what we just did i know i know i know know. but um yes uh for the action not for the plot unless you want to hate yourself unless you want to go home (laughs) cry a little bit be like what the hell is wrong with people and then be like you know what i'm better than this and then move on with your life become a better person maybe invest be, work on your 401k where is this what? going where are you going where is this going <laughs> now i'm just fucking with everybody um yeah don't watch it unless you want to watch the fight scenes go on youtube watch the fight scenes call it a day don't waste don't waste the almost two hours okay yeah 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 that's a good way to put it yeah donnie and is not spectacular yeah he's not spectacular he's not spectacular okay all right um I mean, like, did you genuinely like it or hate it? Um, I think we just... <laughs> yeah, actually, no, no. You, you talked about your 401k just now. I'm I don't, kidding. I'm I kidding. I think that's kind of um, highlight over everything. Just making, you know, uh, random references that maybe half the world will not get because it's a purely American thing. But, um, uh, no, not really. You don't like it? Or do you do, do no, like it? No, not really. Because it was just... I, I still don't like no, it. No, no, no. I, I, full sentence, yes. I do not like this movie. Okay. Yeah. Uh, just made me think too much about my own life and where I am. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you have an existential crisis watching this movie. Yes, I did. Stay away from vending machines. <laughs> They're not your friends. <laughs> Speaking of vending machines. <laughs> what? 
we went this. to the bar. <laughs> the uh, whatever it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, I'll go next. Um, man, I don't know if I like this movie or not. I, I, out of all the movies that we've anticipated and well, we we wanted to do like when we planned these episodes. This is probably the most anticipated one because we had a previous installment or version of this movie to, to we kind of like uh, match up to. So uh, I was like, I was actually anticipating this for the longest time. Yep. And and also all the delays and and even the fact that like we we we, we were supposed to watch Sonic the Hedgehog instead <laughs> of this like that all that uh, the whole debacle behind this like it just like put all this hype into me. However. Like all that hype immediately just deflated as soon as the movie uh, like got its bearings, and I started to realize, wow, this is a, this is a really terribly written movie. Like it's a it's a soap opera. It's a soap opera on the screen. Um, maybe not in a. I mean, okay, it's it's like a it's like a comedy soap opera kind of thing, mm-hmm. you know, a la TVB, and that's super distracting to me, and, and like. I, I didn't know that that their TVB produced this movie, and if if I knew that, I would have squashed my hopes way <laughs> earlier than this. Really, um, yeah. when when they were showing like the fifty goddamn production companies involved. Yeah, 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 yeah. As soon as TVB showed yeah. up, I was like, no, yeah. no. Uh, you know, it might be unfair for me to say that, but because I, I have a personal bias against them, but like it shows. Like the final product is totally what that is and uh, you wouldn't think i mean like not to say that all tv productions are bad but like i I know what they're what they're going for when it comes to like their um filmmaking qualities they're they're trying to cater to a specific crowd and they play it safe in certain aspects and uh, it's it's not for me and why we i want to go into the movie loving this or at least tolerating it but that fucking woman is so <laughs> is such a garbage person that I I could not relate to the movie, and I felt like Donnie Yen's character. I mean, he's fine, but he doesn't. He's not really a character. He's just there to appease the woman. He's there to change for her. And I, well, ultimately, he doesn't have he, to. He doesn't have to. Yeah, but. To get to that point is yeah the the whole journey to get to the end where they both reconcile is not worth it like he deserves better yeah it's a great way of putting it yeah um and that's the whole point right in terms in terms of movie going experience I want to actually like the experience and the entire time I was frustrated mm-hmm. I was very frustrated with the movie like you saw me at the end especially. Like I, I was up to here when it came to like me tolerating the movie, and then the fucking green room scene happened uh, the, uh, outside Tokyo Tower, and I you you just see me in the theater just like grasping my face. I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> Why is this movie trying to piss me off? Um. So with all that said, uh, <laughs> I don't hate this movie. <laughs> yeah, really? Wow. I don't because the action. <clears throat> The action isn't terrible. Actually, I liked a lot of the action for the most part. The whole fat gimmick is totally useless. There's yep. no point in John, Donnie and Johnny N being fat. <laughs> um, it's it's you know it is what it is. 
uh, but then in terms of like the, the choreography and stuff, like I thought it was, it was fine and dandy, but just terrible movie making decisions actually ruined the whole experience for me. Watch the fight scenes on YouTube with the caveat that you can edit out all the stupid comedy plot elements <laughs> out of it. And, uh, Man, that was a very long-winded response to, to this. But yeah, that's that's everything I have to say. You better take this from me. Tell me yeah. how you really feel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not basically... Everything. Right, everything you said. Uh, uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't hate it, but I was very disappointed mm. after watching this. Uh, once you... I, I saw a trailer that showed a lot of the action. I got excited. I was like, oh, wow, this is... Donnie Yen going back to more of his grappling kind of fighting style, mm -hmm. which I liked. And and he does do it. So I did like a lot of the um, choreography in this movie. It's broken up too much with comedy or, you know, something else going on to move to move the scene along, which I hated because I just, you know, keep your fights self-contained. And then when they're done, you know, continue the story if you need to. Um, yeah, I mean, basically everything you said. I was so I was also a little disappointed because uh, I like Wong Jing as a director. Mm -hmm. I think he's a really weird kind of guy. Like magic, I love the magic crystal. It's so fucking bizarre. Yeah, that was a good. Um, that was great. <laughs> and I, I, you should have been there for that episode. Yeah, he was. So he's in this movie, but he's and he's a producer, but he's not the director. Mm -hmm. uh, so I was a little let down to to find well, that. He out. was one of the action choreographers. Was he really? Yeah, he was one oh, of them. Okay, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, I like the action. I would say watch the action. It, hopefully somebody will super cut it, getting rid of all the unnecessary fat, quote unquote, from it. Ah, I get it. Yeah, I yeah. get the joke. Mm -hmm. I'm so clever. You're so clever. Yes, oh, my God. we're so clever. <laughs> we're such witty people. But uh, yeah, this was kind of a letdown as a, as a whole. Yeah. As a whole, considering the entire experience we had to go through to watch this film. Yeah. <laughs> God, uh, that's it to the Fat Dragon. Uh, no, that's kind of it's kind of sad. I was, I was expecting more, but then uh, I didn't know what I knew as soon as we opened the, we started the movie, and I was like, oh shit. Mm -hmm. <sighs> well, um, let's all get fat and have that be inconsequential for our, the rest of our lives, too. Oh, I thought you were going to say, let's go continue drinking and enter some fat dragons. Oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> no? Whoa, Any, no. okay. Anyone? No? Zero. Zero. Just, Jesus. Just, just, just me? 